Welcome to the Art Chatter podcast, a fortnightly window into the working lives of two artists, Karen George and Gaynor Leverett-Jakes. Join us for our chats as we mix up friendship and art and inspiration for artists and art lovers alike. Welcome along to episode 60 of Art Chatter, where today Gaynor and I will be chatting about collaborations. Hey, pod partner, we're <laughs> collaborating on a podcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, good afternoon, because it's after lunchtime today instead of morning, so good afternoon. Yeah. How are you doing, Karen George Art? I've had too many coffees already today. I have you? I'm doing great. Yeah. I've had two lem sips because I've been sneezing all day oh. and I've got a sore throat. Poor me. Yeah, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah, it's, it's okay, it won't last long. But if I sneeze or cough, you know what the problem is. Yeah. And okay. I haven't said that, I won't do it all. So, how are you doing? Doing great. I've, yeah? I'm really looking forward to chatting about this subject. I know, I am too. we got some really good, interesting feedback from Bron Jones. Yeah, I love her. I know. And she does such good collaborations. And I just thought, sort of, we got in touch with Bron because we've seen what she does on Instagram and mm. she had a lot of experience about collaborations. And it'd be, we thought it'd be interesting to sort of see her take on things yep. and see how it fed in to mm. what we were thinking. So, um, yeah. Actually, I'll, I should have a little look and see who she has collaborated with over time because. Often she'll go out into the wilds of Wales or up a mountain on her lovely motorbike and actually, you know, put a rock down on a big sheet of paper and work with whoever it is she's working with that day. And they'll do lots of free plein air drawing um, and painting and stuff. And it's really fascinating to see. She's got some lovely reels and photographs and everything else. And I think, oh, when I'm a grown-up, I'm going to be like Bron. <laughs> And then I think I couldn't do it. Not only could I not ride a motorbike, I have a disastrous tale to tell about being on cycles, which that's a whole different thing. Um, I was going to say so have I, but not, not yeah. motorbikes, but actual cycles. Yeah, uh, yeah me too. <laughs> but Bond's like, she's rocking it, isn't she? She does. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but we will, we will come into, we will come into all that, but you know, in terms of collaborations, sort of two types of collaborations that we were maybe going to discuss mm. and sort of the first being that I feel quite comfortable with and I really mm -hmm. embrace is when we actually collaborate in terms of doing something like this, the podcast, or yep. we do um, two artists or a group of artists get together to do a show, an yep. exhibition. Absolutely. That sort of collaboration, mm. I'm very... Um, I suppose, very aware of. I, I understand how that works. Mm. I still feel that it's just me, but also working in a team collaboratively. Yeah, and that's, it's really nice because we've exhibited together more than once, shall we say. Um, and it works really well because it's such different work 
and yet it sits well against the other. So not only are you curating the work as a whole, but you're making sure that everybody gets the opportunity to do that shine thing where you, you know, you stand out and yet you also compliment. Yeah. But our work is purely our own work. Yes. Yes, completely. It hasn't been influenced by each other. No. Other than maybe we've... It might be we've chosen a theme for an exhibition. Yeah. And then we work independently towards that theme and then pull the whole... Both bodies work together to form the one exhibition. Absolutely. And there are quite a few people who collaborate in that way. I think there's... um, I know Susanna Crook works with five other artists. I think they're called Art Six from memory. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, And what they do is every month, I think, they select a new theme and they inspire each other to to have their take on it. And I don't know if they exhibit every time, but they certainly kind of spark off each other. But again, it's just their own work. It's not a work collaboration, you know? It's a... Inspiring collaboration. <laughs> How do you phrase that? They both work to a theme as opposed to working together. They have a shared prompt. There you go. Yeah. So I that's different. I think, I think that's sort of different to a collaboration, like a, yeah. an artistic collaboration. Yeah. Although there's obviously going to be areas of overlap, <laughs> she says, covering all her bases. I know. That's <laughs> so many caveats with this one. Oh, but so yeah. there's an also a distant collaboration which we attempted this summer, oh, which was the sketchbook challenge that we set ourselves between oh. our accountability group, which consists of me, um, Karen, and our lovely friend Gina Belford Art. And we made several sketchbooks, we each began one. And then we passed it on to the next person, next victim, to continue it and take to the next layer. Karen, thoughts? Oh, it was harder than I thought, actually. It was okay creating. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure? No, it was was really good, sort of, you know, setting out, making the sketch, making the sketchbook I made, Mm -hmm. Constantina ones, adding Mm -hmm. your marks... And handing it over and thinking, oh, wonder what they're going to do to it. Yeah. And receiving one back. Yeah. Or so I've received um, sketchbooks from Gina and sketchbook from you. Yep. And I have to say, I found yours more of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Because I, I was faced with a sketchbook with more writing in it than mm. I was expecting. I wasn't expecting any writing. At oh, all. really? No, because oh, I, really? I don't do writing on my work. When I'm starting to paint, mm-hmm. I don't write. That's I don't, interesting. I don't do um, abstract... Well, I do abstract scribbles and things, but mm. generally with paint or with ink, I, yeah. don't, I don't have words. I don't mm. have, um, you know, pattern, you know, like zigzags and things like that oh. on mine. And I actually, I looked at yours and I thought, I don't know what to do. Mm. I do not know what to do how in this to book. Respond. I didn't know how to respond. And so mm. it was, I found it really challenging. Mm. And the difference being with Gina's book, that it was far more complete. 
I mean, yeah. some of the pieces, some of it, you could put little um, mounts around and it could be works of art already. Oh, absolutely. And I felt with Gina's, I didn't want to destroy anything. Yeah, I understand and that. felt guilty almost mm. putting my work or my stamp over it, mm. thinking, ooh, what is Gina yeah. going to think? But this is the whole process, you know, purpose of this process, wasn't it, really? It was to push us out of our comfort zone and it really did because yours came along and you just got back from Madrid, I think, when you started the the sketchbook. And so there were some really lovely ink drawings of rooftops um, and archways, I think. I'm trying That's to think right, from memory. Yeah. And so beautiful in kind of really subtle colours and then I came along and jumped all over it virtually. And I just thought, oh my goodness, this is, ah, oh, making a mess on top of Karen's work and it's so pretty. And likewise with Gina's. I mean, I, I felt the only thing I could do with Gina's because it was so, like, again, so accomplished, was to go with Posca pens and things and kind of enhance with dots or tiny lines um, and just do that sort of thing because it felt that, like you said, it was so beautifully presented. I was like, well, I don't want to wreck this. And I, I do feel yeah. I did kind of uh, make a bit of a mess. But because it, the other thing is, when I, so I'm sorry, sorry, carry on. <laughs> I'm on a roll now. On a roll. Go on, go on, go, go, go. I was go, just going to say, when I started mine, because it was mine also turned out to be the largest. Surprise! Because <laughs> I made a blinking great um, sketchbook, Constantine's sketchbook. Um, and I write words when I start paintings. So I'll often get the vibe of a painting by beginning with kind of scrawling words and making marks and doing smiley faces and things, just so that I know it's happy painting, <laughs> because I'm a mad painter person um but it just kind of I, I kind of think oh I've put loads of love into that and I'll do little love hearts and I'll write the word love and um try and imbibe it with some really good juju and all that sort of thing and I did that in the sketchbook and you got it and you went uh okay yeah what are I, you on I just <laughs> I just didn't know where to take it Mm. I mean, some bits, though, I did actually try and sort of think about it. So one of the words you wrote down was cleanse. Mm. So I thought water, mm. swishing movement, and sort of thought about what that word meant. And so I did actually try and paint in that swirl, like a swirl of water. And I used um, different shades of blue and greens just to swirl. And then there was another bit you'd had pain painful whatever mm. and I use more jaggedy marks ah interesting. so I was trying to respond with marks that related to the the words you'd the used but what I found difficult was the sort of interface between the two pages because whenever I work on a sketchbook mm. particularly create not my going out paint you know sketching landscapes one but my creative yeah. sketchbooks I tend to start with something and then it moves from that point to the next one, to the next one, to the next one. So it flows. So it flows. But going from cleanse to painful, 
I had mm. swirly marks and I found it difficult to sort of show how they would maybe then go into painful. Yeah, mm. so visually showing it yeah. because the words were on sort of adjacent pages. Yeah. I couldn't sort of, you know, yeah. tie integrate. the two together, integrate the two together very well. Um, I did my best. You know, I did try to sort of get it to I'm work. I'm pretty sure you'd have enhanced it enormously. I haven't seen it yet. I have to say we haven't have to, seen the finished yeah. articles yet. I have to say I passed it to Gina and I thought she can <laughs> work her magic on it and it'll be fine. <laughs> I did speak to Gina on two days ago. Yeah. And um, she did laugh and she said, how am I going to fill that up? And I said, well, at this point, I'm just going to suggest you throw some paint on the floor, you do some footprints and you literally walk all over it <laughs> because... <laughs> that's the only way to fill it up um but because i don't know i don't know well you it's... don't know what we've done do you no, so you don't no. know how you would respond to what's there no no i think we should at the end all get back our original books mm. and do the finishing touches as it were yes to our and own bring books it back together yeah mm. and sort yes, of I, I and then maybe that would maybe we would be able to incorporate each other's into our work because that's what Brom was mm. saying when when she's actually working with others mm. they're tossing ideas between each forth. other mm. and you get a huge amount of energy from that whole yeah. process but not mm. only that you learn you know new techniques or yeah. maybe you know ideas are sort of presented to you that you would never have thought of doing or having different yeah. combinations of things that Absolutely. you might actually then take that forward into work that you're doing on your own. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's, it would be also be really interesting to see if we had all been in a room and we did a layer and then passed it on and the next person, you know, we, we had a cup of tea or whatever and waited for it to dry. Mm -hmm. And then you automatically went back into it, into the next one. I wonder how different it would have been actually being in the same room and working on collaborating in that way. Yeah. Because I think that would feel very much different to doing it individually and just seeing this little sketchbook arrive and thinking, mm, what do I do with this? Well, it's because it comes in a little packet. You think it's really precious. I know. And you don't want to ruin anything that's no. precious, do you? No. But if you... Absolutely. Maybe we need to do more of what sort of Bron does, where she has big sheets of paper. Yeah. And she, you know, more gestural marks and sort of putting mm. the paint on and maybe using a shared thing to inspire you. Yeah. That would be interesting if you we'll had a shared a prompt almost. Yes. To then, mm. you know, inspire your work. Yeah, I think that would. I have to say as well, poor Gina got dragged into this because we just kind of nominated her and said, right, you're doing this with us. <laughs> and she had lots of family things going on. We, You know, we both have children that have left home and Gina still has um, teens ones. and a smaller person as well. So her summer experience would have been looked very different to ours. Yeah you know, with school holidays and things. So, um, but bless her, she still managed to do far more work than I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know, who, we know who took it seriously then, not yeah. you. 
<laughs> no. Well, I, I just felt, I don't know. I did find myself feeling slightly intimidated, which yeah. is really interesting. I mean, it's great for kind of analysing where you are with your art and how you feel about it. So, I mean, I would recommend anybody try it, um, but be prepared for a lot of kind of imposter syndrome things to come up. Or is that just me? I don't know. I mean, in terms mm. of, I would have thought sort of um, if you're working with people, because we're mm. sharing the experience, it would take away that imposter syndrome. Mm. Because but okay, maybe, maybe it's because it arrived and I looked at it and thought, gosh, so nice. <laughs> Whereas I know when I begin a sketchbook, it really, or begin a painting or anything, it really is kind of, I don't even write neatly, it's a mess. And then I gradually start to work the next... Maybe I should have gone to the next layer before I sent it. But I also thought it was interesting that I've learned a lot more about how you work <laughs> because I've actually gone through this process with you. Yeah, seen the raw layer. Yeah, whereas mm. I, I suppose I know how Gina works because I've attended one of Gina's workshops. Yes. So I'm more familiar with it. Yeah, so I know what is was underneath a lot of what she'd done anyway mm. maybe if I'd got Gina's at an earlier stage I would have been braver in terms of what I added because I mm. know I would know that it's not her finished layer or anything like yes. that but it's who knows so let's talk about the whole um Bron and how she collaborates because she gave you some absolutely amazing feedback Back, didn't she yeah did you print it out your end no i can read it you can read it can you yeah it's here in front of me yeah i think she actually you know from reading it she gets a huge amount of energy and enthusiasm mm. when she works this way yeah absolutely and you know the she was saying that sort of the mutual support the sort of honest and generous sharing of thoughts ideas techniques was just amazing. And the fact that, you know, the fact she was giving it out and it was reciprocated by somebody else. So both parties were benefiting from that involvement together. And I think that's quite an important thing to, to note, is if you do collaborate with someone, that maybe you have the same expectations from each other. Yeah, and I think it's a very equal collaboration in that way, in that you're both giving and firing off each other as well. There's a lot to learn. I mean, I think if we were in a room together, there'd be a lot to learn either way, because I am <laughs> probably... <laughs> um, I'm, although I'm very serious about the work I do... I don't take the way I work seriously yeah. until the last bit. Whereas I think you are probably more contained. I'm always more contained. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Everybody's more contained than me, let's be honest. Um, but, you know, I do flick paint around. And I do think, oh, that's a blinking mess. I, and I'll get a lump yeah. of paint and just go all over it. And, like, you know, you've seen my photos where I've sent you, you know, I've killed my babies, kind mm. of in that way that there's a, a precious bit that I've been working around and I just get a lump of paint and just kind of go over it or I'll scribble over it or something. I do do that as well. 
Yeah. I suppose when I'm flicking paint, I have different stages in my painting though. So I will mm. I will do all that. Yeah. Um but I suppose in my mind I know it's going to be a landscape or a seascape. Yes. Even at that stage, even yeah. though I don't know whether it's going to be a big sky or a little sky or um or which way up or down it's going to be. Yeah. I don't know at that first stage where it's all going to go, which which direction it's going to go. Yeah. But um yeah, yes. I'm not I don't dance in the studio. I dance in <laughs> I dance inside while I'm painting, but I don't physically dance in the studio. But yeah. you know I do. <laughs> but I I did think when Brom was saying Brom was saying mm. about sharing learning. Mm. And she was talking about it being like a mutual coaching. So Yes, and I can see that. So feeding off each other's skills and experiences. Mm. And then maybe because you're trying new things out. Mm. So maybe if I came to you and I was trying things out sort of as you would do it, mm. but in my way, yeah. I, might, I might make new discoveries that I wouldn't necessarily... Yes have found if I hadn't worked alongside you. Mm. But that sort of thing, if you can sort of go along, um, sort of trying different things, and if it's a complete mess, because you're with someone and you're trying different things with someone, it's not quite so demoralising. No, I agree. And I don't know where I've got this from, but I don't mind the complete mess stage of a painting because I always think it gives a certain richness. Um, no, and that I'm, when you yeah. get to the next... But that mess, I think, if you make it in collaboration, I think I'd find it funny. No, I mean, if you're oh. not necessarily a mess, because, you know, paintings look a mess. They always look a mess when they get yeah, started. They <laughs> what I mean is if you're trying a new technique and you're trying to do it... Ah, and it got you. It's not successful... Yes, got or you, you. You don't think it's successful if you're with someone. It doesn't feel quite such a a complete failure. Yeah, because yeah. you're with someone, you can laugh it off, or yeah, it might be that you could say, "Oh, try doing it here," or "What about if you use this instead of that?" Or yeah, you might get sort of prompts from you know your collaborator artist. You know, yeah, and I think there's also that thing where you know I I know certain things work the way you do. And if I'm trying it for the first time, I know that you'd turn around to me and say, oh, yeah, I've made that mistake before. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's okay. Keep going with exactly what you're doing and it'll yeah. come through. That's, you know, and it's yeah. having that, somebody having the confidence to turn around and say to you, don't change anything. Mm. Just keep going. Just keep going. It's fine. Yeah. And that's, I think, you know, again, that's, that's the, that is the collaboration of creativity, isn't it? I really like this What. Um, Bronze says about for her the thing is the greatest thing about a successful collaboration is the kinship the mutual support and the honest and generous sharing of thoughts ideas and techniques I love that and mm -hmm. I think that's what we do in the podcast and in our accountability calls and it's almost taking it to a next level the way Bron works is because she's actually doing it in practice I yeah. think that's really interesting. I do think it's very brave. I do. And I, I 
it's almost as if you'd have to give yourself... I, I feel as if I did it, I'd have to give myself a bit more time mm. to sort of work through a process mm. and come out the other side, sort of in terms of knowing what way I want things to move, what what have I gained from this? Or not overanalyze it, but just, just to recognise any differences or things that I like and things that don't mm. work. Because mm. I know for you and I, I think one of the biggest things would be, I mean, apart from the fact that often we use different mediums anyway, mm-hmm. but um, colours. I often will use, I, I know I use very, very strong colours. And while you may, often your stronger colour is as a wash. Yeah, you say so, that though, but looking at my recent work... I know, I know. It's I very colourful. You are getting quite loud, aren't you? It is more so than I... It isn't until it's, you put a body of work together and you think, oh my gosh, they are yeah. all quite colourful here. Yeah. I remember, Mary. is it Mary Price saying... Yes. Um, oh, good, you love colour too. Because yeah. her, her work is so rich with colour. Oh, it you know. is. She's gorgeous. But I, I do enjoy colour. I I um, I do like mixing it and, you know, applying it. But yes, mm. it's uh, certainly um, something that you have to, I suppose, just sort of grow with. Yeah, it is. And I, I think seasons affect me I know they do oh really yeah color white what which colors I will choose I you know I am going into oranges now (laughs) which is quite tragic it's like it's not even subliminal I don't (laughs) even you know it's and this I think is why I am such a target easy target for kind of Facebook marketing and (laughs) Instagram marketing it's like shiny things look gainer and like ooh, I'll do that um and I, I, I don't know, there's something, I'll often use more than one colour, whereas you're very good at managing colours, if you know what I mean. Carry on, carry on, I'll see where this goes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, so, often, I'm yeah. more of a paint factory. Okay. Whereas you'll have more cohesiveness. Okay. And I'm I, trying, that was one of my targets this year, was to purr things back so I don't get quite so explosive yeah, with I, paint. I have a relatively limited palette per painting. Yes. Yeah. That's a very nice way of saying it, Karen. But they might be, you know, I might, there might be strong versions. Yeah, I mean, obviously you have a palette and you can make a huge array of colours mm, from that one mm. palette. Yeah. But I then don't sort of suddenly think, oh, I... Like, I like Barbie pink today and put that see, on. I, I would. I, yeah, I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say purple. <laughs> yeah, and purple. Yeah. Oh, dear. Mm. Yeah, so it's, and I think that's quite interesting. I think that would be really interesting if, if we were working together mm-hmm. in a room. Yeah. And I chose a random colour for you to in, integrate into your work. And you gave me a random colour. Ah, that's another way of working, isn't <gasps> yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So, do you want to talk more about Bron? I can do. I think. Yeah, let's do that. The one thing that she did point out was that mm. 
she really likes the way that they you can rub off each other. Mm. Um, and it's not planned in that way. It just being affected by, you know, working alongside another artist. Mm. It's not sort of, oh, I'm going to paint like you. Some of it is sort of really sort of deep down, it just sort of comes out. Yeah. And I, suppo- I suppose, um, you know, that works as a collaboration because then, you know, I think Bron was saying as a, you know, if the work you then are producing at the same time, mm. it's like a cohesion between it. Yeah, that makes sense. But, that does make sense. You know, and I, I wonder sort of, you know, sometimes when people look at, you know, Instagram too much. Oh, yeah. Overload. And it might be that you're, you could be influenced by other people's work too much. Easily. I, I think there's, um, and I've noticed that when I'm actually painting in the studio properly, kind of, with an aim to get so many mm. paintings out or working on several pieces at once, I may um, forget to post on Instagram and things like that because I know it's a post daily, try to keep your audience engaged and all sort of thing. And I often will completely forget because... You're not I looking. I don't want to be... Yeah, I don't want to be influenced yeah. by anybody else. I do the same. I don't, mm. I don't look... I don't scroll through Instagram no. or anything when I'm doing a body of work. Mm-mm. No. You know, I'm painting because I want it to be what I'm doing rather yeah. than sort of be influenced by sort of different techniques or colour palettes that are coming up on Instagram. I just want yeah. to work with what I'm doing. Um, but the one thing, I don't know, do you notice when you're actually mm. working for a sustained period of time in the studio, making lots of work, and you probably yeah. found this when you are doing work for the Square Club, mm-hmm. did you find that your work evolved? In what way? Well, I found that I was almost, exper- not experimenting, but I was trying mm. out slightly different ways. I was maybe using a brush instead and making different marks on some pieces. So whilst there was a thread between the lot, yeah. I found that, you know, if I held up one piece against another piece, they would look totally different. <laughs> yes. Yes, so, I get it. Yeah, and I think that also... Because I was working quite big on larger pieces, mm-hmm. I realised that something that I would do on a smaller piece, which could be quite busy, if I did it on a big piece, it just looked messy. And that was one of the, I mean, one of the keys for this year for me, I've said a million times, I think, was to purr things back. And so, yes, I definitely saw an evolution. I definitely mm-hmm. looked and thought, that's not working right now. And so I took things out and removed things and also tried to gentle the colours. And that was definitely an evolution because to start with, the colours were quite strong. Not necessarily... um, What's that word? What's the word when you just take them straight from the tube? Um, Neat? Yeah, no. Anyway. Uh, Pure, anyway. Yeah. So I never really use a colour straight from the tube same as you do, Mm -hmm. or the pot or whatever. I always mix, but sometimes there'll be a much stronger colour on a base layer, and then I'll try and refine it now to a softer, gentler colour. And I think you commented on that, that the colours became much lighter in this body. Yeah, I 
thought because you'd paired it back, it made mm. the painting sing more, the colours sing yeah. more, because you'd actually yeah. paired back, mm. particularly the pieces that were either side of the mantle, uh, the big mirror. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I thought yes. they really yeah. worked. They popped more because you'd, you weren't busy everywhere. Yes. The colours, you didn't have colours everywhere. You had no. actually sort mm. of, I suppose, refined it. You know, yeah, in that particular one. Yeah. yeah, and I think that is definitely that it definitely evolved over mm. when you you know when you're working on yeah. several pieces at once. That definitely happened. So what we, mm. so what are we going to do? Do we next year do a different type of sketchbook, or do we maybe put aside a day and say right, okay, yeah. we're going to just work a day together? I think that would be much nicer with a shared a prompt. I think a shared prompt is the key, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I think so. Because then, um, then we'd actually be getting a, a proper response, varied response, because we'd be responding in different ways to the same prompt. Yes. So kind of taking what Susanna does, yeah. Susanna Crook, and taking what Bron does. Yeah. And a little bit of Sue Bulmer and Sam Waters, their collaboration with sketchbooks. Mm-hmm. Mixing them all together, being in the same room. Yeah. And, oh, we'll fly. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder whether we'd have the same problems. Yeah, it'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll bring the coffee and, and cake. Okay. <laughs> it's a date. We'll have to do okay. that. So, on that note, what are you doing this week? This week, I'm just recovering from an art trail. Are you? And How I've, was it? It was good, actually. It was the Coombe Down Art Trail. Really enjoyed nice. it. Nice. I'm just keeping on track with um, doing things like promoting my workshop. Mm-hmm. I'm also finalising things for uh, the Cam Valley Arts Trail. I'm getting their... I put together their brochure. So mm-hmm. that all has to go out to printing and things like that. So by the time this goes out, we'll be it will be properly printed by then. Mm. And we'll be on the website. Woohoo! So that's me. So not much studio time, if any, I have to say, this week. Ugh. What about you? Uh, oh, well, last week I did prep some small boards. Well done. Um, yes. And I've actually, which I've wor- worked in a slightly different way to the way I usually do. Because when I started out, Oh, way back when. I'd sometimes do an outline of something and then kind of paint by number it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of fill it in. And I haven't worked that way in a long while. But because it's quite small work and I want it to be quite neat, <laughs> as opposed to my messy self, mm-hmm. I've actually gone back to that. So I've I've actually started just very lightly putting in where I want the things placed. So you're thinking about the composition, effectively. Yeah. See, when you say it, it sounds so... Sounds really sort of arty, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're doing. Sounds you're doing like you know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Says I that never knows what the composition is going to be well, exactly like. I, I very rarely do. I mean, sometimes I'll kind of think, right, okay, um, I want this... You know, like you, I, I want something focal point up here and focal point down there and I'll do a fluffy bit in the middle. But actually, because they're quite small, I 
I want to use it effectively. I want to use the the, the actual. Well, look forward to seeing so, those mm, and then yeah, when you've pulled so them that'll together. That'll be quite fun. Yes. So, yeah, no. So I've started on those, and I want to. I'd like to get three at least underway. Yeah, that's good, my plan. Good goal. Yes. It is. Yeah. Oh, did you say good goal or good girl? Good goal. Baker does goal. Be I equally you good, good girl. girl good girl. Good girl. Say <laughs> yeah. <So>, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being a very good girl. Yeah, so that's my plan for the week. And actually, it'll be lovely. I'm yeah. very excited. Very excited. Um, very roughly, as well, as I always do at the end, is to remind you, if you'd like to follow us on the podcast so that you know when we are late, delayed, on time, or just as a reminder that we're out every other Wednesday, then do click the follow button share us with anybody you think would like us yeah is that right that's perfect well done and who are you on instagram again i'm at karen george art and you are at gainer g-y-n-o-r l-j art yeah yes so have a lovely 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 week everybody and see you next time yeah bye for now lots of love small